0: Nothing ever goes away until it has taught us what we need to know. Pima Children. This piece is entitled, What is Going On with Me? I'm worried about myself. It's the Christmas holidays, my favorite time of the year next to my birthday. I delight in so many aspects of this time between Thanksgiving, a wonderful start to the season with its theme of gratitude. And Christmas, where presents abound. I love presents, but this year I'm having trouble with my own presents. I have never been a fan of parties, even when I was younger. I felt socially awkward, unsure of myself, intended to find an obscure spot to land for most of the night. Having a few drinks helped, but did not entirely eradicate my anxiety. And I remember anxiously thinking about when I could leave without offending anybody, even as I walked in the door. I distinctly remember the only New Year's Eve party I attended with people I didn't know except for my date when his ex-girlfriend threw a scotch in my face because he showed up with me. My party nightmare I could not have imagined and I suspect no one else there could have either. Never been to a New Year's party since. This year, unlike many others, I'm feeling unable to engage in social interactions with people I like a lot. When I think about attending a large gathering over eight people, say, I just find myself freezing up inside. My stomach clenches and I can feel my blood pressure rising. My shoulders reach up toward my head and a sense of dread drapes over me. This is the kind of thing that used to happen when I was in my 20s and I thought I'd conquered feeling like this. Since the pandemic, I worked hard to find my place in the world. Spending so much time alone, I found I really liked it 90% of the time. I initially thought I would never make it through the six weeks that was posited as the time we would have to quarantine, and then found out I could easily do that and a lot more. Time alone afforded me an opportunity to clean out every closet and drawer in my condo. There was a cleaning out of something inside of me that occurred at the same time and gave me space to explore my writing to my heart's content. I really got into seeing what would appear on the page, and before long, I found more and more wanting to be written. Thus, my podcast was born, something I had never imagined myself doing. The podcast has been my anchor since the middle of the pandemic, and I continue to, well, mostly, look forward to what I will write. I don't feel like I plan this out, but instead I follow my feelings at the time I sit down to write. Sometimes, though, I do have a hard time putting my feelings on paper, like right now. I don't want to admit that I prefer being alone. I worry that I will become a gray garden type of woman with one too many cats. I worry that people will stop issuing invitations because they think I'll never accept. I worry that my desire to be in my sweet home is the symptom of some malady that will just get worse. And I fear that now that I feel this way, it will never shift. I know that last sentence isn't true. Things always change, but still. I've worked hard to make my home a haven, and I love being in it. I sought long and hard to find myself in this last passage of my life, and I couldn't be happier with where I've landed. I love my cats, and although they don't contribute much to the conversation, I do find them to be wonderful listeners. I feel like a weirdo saying these things, and they're all true. So, what does this all mean to who I am? Well, today I am a person who enjoys a solitary life, and I tell myself this. Then I go out and fill up my entire week with lunches and other engagements, and come home exhausted. Today, I know I need time alone, time to be quiet and recover from overstimulation, but I have yet to find the balance that will allow me to enjoy my encounters without overdoing it. Today, I'm missing some of the celebrations of the season, but also know I need to let that feeling go. Blaming myself gets me nowhere, and so I decided to open my hands and my heart and allow myself to be as iconoclastic as I feel I need to be. Sometimes I also wonder if I'm indulging in an ego-based life. This is what I want, and that's all that's important. Perhaps there is some truth to that, but I hope I'll be willing to accept that if I find it to be true. I hope I'm not alienating friends of many years as I attempt to be true to how I'm feeling. And I hope this is just a phase, and next Christmas I will be gregarious and fun to be around but I don't know that. Not yet. I'm hoping my friends will grant me grace, even if they don't understand what I'm doing. I don't understand it either, but I can say it feels like something I need to do right now. I want to be willing to explore these feelings fully, even relinquishing my fears of losing or alienating those I love. I know what I don't want, but I don't yet know what I do want. That place is mysterious and a little frightening. And, I've learned that unless I go with how I feel, I'm denying myself a bit of who I am that I worked so hard to find. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.